happened, bondage, and we take that as a fact, and then we're trying to seek freedom from that. Yeah. That would be begetting more bondage, yeah? So if you attempt to seek freedom from bondage without seeing prior to it, which is there is no bondage, none of that will work. It hasn't and it won't, yeah? So it's always about, like someone's been trying to connect with me on the internet and there. So they say this typical thing, and it's language, but you can't, I'm not seeing them face to face, so they're going, well, you know, what do I do? I'm disconnected, and I felt connected, now I feel more disconnected. And they just bring out that same old, who am I? Just yes, who is it that feels connected, and who is it that feels not connected? You're neither of those, yeah? You're neither that which feels connected, and you're neither that which doesn't feel connected. It's not about getting into, all right, if I'm not connected, totally missing the whole point of the I that thinks it can be connected or disconnected, what can I do to get connected? Yeah? It always wants to leap right to the third, the third step, instead of going to square zero, so to speak, where you want to always bring it back, not ahead. Yeah? Because once you give it an inch, okay, you're disconnected, then what happens? An urge or a drive to get connected arises. What arises with that urge and the drive? The one who has the urge and the drive, you see? Same thing with the disconnected. What arises when there's the disconnected and it's held in an ignorant manner? It produces a sense of the one who's disconnected, who obviously then becomes the one that wants to get connected, yeah? Only to be the one that gets disconnected again. Yeah, 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 it goes on and on, it's like a slinky. It, it generates itself. It goes, rip, 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 and you you can't catch it on the fifth one. It's too late. Yeah, because if you don't look, it's going to go. Rip, rip. You know what I mean? You can say, "Oh, I got it," and then what? No, it's first, before, prior, prior, prior. Yeah. What precedes thought? What's preceding thought? Because there isn't a thought isn't what's paying attention to thoughts. What's preceding thoughts? There's a thought that comes after the thoughts, which is the thought of being the thinker, that says it's before the thought, but that's just a trick in time, the mental state pulls. Because the mental state, even though it wants to sort of tell you that time is real, and there's a past, future, and a present, present, future, it doesn't play that game. When it arises later, it implies it was there before. When the mental state arises after an activity is noted, and an activity is thought, after it's noted, then it says, I'm the one who was thinking. So it always implies it was way before where it shows up. It shows up later. The sense of self is a process. It takes time. Life, the initial ignition of life or the engagement of awareness or consciousness of life isn't taking any time. It's bam, and then the mental process kicks in, and then it tells a story about who or what is conscious. Yeah. But that story didn't happen at the point of consciousness. It happened in a sense in time after the point of consciousness, but it implies it was before the point. So now you're the one who is conscious, and therefore you're also the one who's unconscious. Because the only way you can think of anything is in a dualistic manner. So if you think that you've achieved something, you, can, you also think that you can lose it. Yeah? So if you get it, you can lose it. That's the dilemma. We like to have it only one side, but it's just like, no matter how many times you cut a coin, it's still going to have two sides. You can cut it and cut it and cut it. The coin is always going to have two sides. Yeah? Always. So the whole thing is, all right, I have it, and if I have it, then you immediately are entertaining the possibility, which is impossible when it comes to what you are, you can lose it. And the people, and it will feel as if it's so, because what's taking it to be so is the only reality there is, you and I. We're taking false evidence uh, to appear real. False evidence obviously is false evidence, but when, it, when it's seen from our reality, 
in a certain way, it can appear real to us. And then what does it provoke? Like we say in recovery, fear. False evidence is appearing real. So false evidence is anything that falls really out of the parameter of right now because it's in the land of what's not happening, isn't it? I mean, how many times have you been sure, oh, when I go on that date, I know exactly what's going to happen. And it doesn't follow that, that path. Yeah? It doesn't follow us through tons of times. We're constantly proven to be totally bullshitting and bogus, and yet we keep on relying on that failed system to procrastinate, you know, procrastinate, what is that word? No, 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 the what? To prognosis. Yeah, yeah, you're awake, you're listening. So, we constantly rely on that, yeah? But the whole point is, who's relying on it? It's relying on itself. Yeah? That's all it's doing. The mental state is relying on the mental state, but it informs us or it implies to us that we're the ones that are doing it. And for us to be that one that's doing it, we have to be that one who has done stuff, which is the body, and we have to be the one that will be doing stuff, which is the body. That's the only way you can remember self, is you remember yourself as a body. That's what the mental state does all day. It remembers us as a body in the past and the future, and then it says very logically in its insane fucking system, it says, I was there, I will be there, hence I am here. As what? As what I thought about, as what I remember, as what I see. I am a body. Yeah? That becomes the reference. And every damn thought that we follow is totally, totally rooted in that reference. It comes from the body and it goes back to the body. Like the Course in Miracles says, the brain interprets to the body. It tells a story about this whole event in relation to a body. That's how it does it. That's why it doesn't make any sense, really. We have to try to make sense because we collectively agree. But in, if you saw how insane it is to be so displaced by yesterday and tomorrow, you don't seem to be here, the only here there is, you, that's an insane situation. That everyone just doesn't, we're just talking and yapping with that as the, one of the basic norms. Is, oh, we're pretty much out to lunch all fucking day. I mean, seriously. Didn't you notice when, like, you, let's say if you had a job, which has been infrequent in my life, but when I did have a job, and then let's say you go home around 8 o'clock at night and you're talk, thinking about the day, thinking about the day, then the day breaks the news to you, the thoughts, I mean, and says you've had a bad day. Like, you were there the whole time, but you had no idea. You didn't recognize it was bad as it was batting, you know? No. Oh, Paul, they were fucking with you today. Oh, thanks for the newsflash eight hours later. I'm like, it's nine at night. I don't want to be thinking about work. I'm out of work. You know what I mean? So on and so forth. So this whole idea that they should be little signals of how out to lunch we seem to be. The, the key word with all of this is seemingly. Seemingly means it appears to be true or false to you. You are the main player here. Yeah? Like it or not. Yeah? Like it or not, everything in a sense is appearing to be true or false to you. Like in recovery, we have extreme examples of it. Where people come in and they have an idea of the worst thing that ever happened to them. That night when I got that DUI was the worst thing that ever happened to me getting arrested, I lost my job, this and that, da-da-da. And maybe, and they have a lot of people agreeing with them. That was the worst thing that ever happened to Fred. Then after a few years of just being in recovery, just doing what we do and going where we go, they come to a conclusion, oh, that was the best thing that ever happened to me because it got me sober, you see? The extreme is so incredible. I mean, the, some people have had the worst thing for quite a while, for years. They built the temple to it, you know? It's the excuse for a lot of shit in their life. That's why I'm so screwed right now, because that happened or didn't happen. And so, there's a lot of mental investment in that staying the worst thing in your life. There is, because a lot of your story is based on that worst thing. Suddenly, it's sort of... You can't really buy it anymore, and then it shifts completely to the other end, which it's the best thing that ever happened to you. You have to realize there was no worse or best thing. It's how it appears to you. 
There's no one heinous act that can override the subjectivity of the experiencer. Not one. You can have a heinous thing happen to 20 kids from the same upbringing, almost the same exact way, and all of them will respond differently to it. The same heinous act. Yeah? Because the act cannot override the quote-unquote seer of it. Or like, or like physics says, the greatest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. Yeah? The greatest influence of any living of it is the, this. Not the liver, because that's what we think ourselves to be, but the living itself. We outshine circumstances and situations unless we're in a certain seeming mental condition where we've given all our power away, as so beautifully said by the Course, that you and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forgot that we're dreaming the dream. And in that forgetfulness, which I believe is the act of remembrance of self, this feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate object, a mental object that's constantly being thought about, yes? That is how we forget that we're the dreaming. And in that state, we give everything we've dreamt the power to affect us as the dreamt, yeah? It's very difficult if me, me and you were in a small enclave and there was a live tiger in that room, you'd probably be scared of that freaking tiger because you maybe if you had some knowledge of its qualities and its volatility, it could act like he likes you and then rip your throat off at any minute. It's probably going to be very, very hard to get comfortable in that small little space. It doesn't matter how many affirmations you say, there is no tiger, there is no tiger, there is no tiger, or how to, you know, how to cohabit a small space with a tiger and get away with it, you know, and then you get the second edition. Still, there's going to be a dis-ease there, because the tiger's a living sort of thing that's causing a you know, possibility to be pregnantly available. <laughs> But the thing is, saying it's not a tiger, not a tiger, not a tiger, as, as while you're taking yourself to be the dreamt object of the body, it's not going to work. But if you see you're not the dreamt object, you'll see that as the dreamt tiger. And then the appropriate response will be nothing. There won't be any anxiety or fear provoked because it's not so. Yeah? It's like we were at, in um, Oregon, I was ta- doing a little story that I remember when I went to Turkey in Istanbul, the people are the greatest salesmen of all time there. Yeah? And so I, we were walking around between the Sophia and the great mosque, the blue mosque, and then some man, Turkish man, decides to be our voluntary tour guide. And so he's, and he's really nice, he shows us a few places, then he takes us to this place, and as soon as we go, he goes, go in, go in. We go in, he's split, you never see him again. Now you're in this rug thing, and another guy comes out who you haven't met. It's like a baton gets passed. It's like 12 of them working in cahoots. And then they all come on in, come on in. Do you want a cup of Turkish coffee or apple juice? And oh, yeah, I'll have a coffee and stuff. Okay. And then another couple of guys come out swimming to rugs and they start throwing rugs down and they're talking about the quality of the rugs. And there's like eight or nine of them are working you. And it can go on for hours. It's an incredible show. But I was, t- I was sitting there, I told them, you know, after three hours, I said, I, the performance is great, but I don't have a flaw. You know? I'm traveling around the world, I don't have a house. I don't have any place to live. So I have no desire for a rug. Oh, we could pack it up and put it in I go, give me a break. I'm not going to go around, I'm going to Thailand next. I'm not going to have a fucking you know, Turkish rug in a knapsack going to Thailand. So, because I had no flaw, there was no possibility I could fall for the advertisement to get that freaking rug. That's what it's like. If you lose interest in the self, you'll lose interest in the whole advertising campaign of the mental state, because all of the advertising campaign of the mental state is just to ornament the self. That's all it's about. It's about playing mirrors so that you can see your false image in there, and be cherishing it, like narcissism, you know, all fucking day. But without a rub, without a floor, you, I don't care how good the advertising is, you won't buy it. Yeah? And if you don't buy the story, you'll be living life as life is happening, not the interpretation of life is happening to you. And it's hugely different. And you know when it's different? Every freaking moment in time. It's not put off even for a second as a goal. 
and it's never remembered because it always is. So you can't, you can't, it, there's no absence of it to remember it as a presence, yeah? There's no absence. It's always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary to meet it because we are it. It's so past the point of meeting, we are it. And therefore, the solution is prior to the problem. The solution, the freedom is prior to the bondage. And while you seemingly, when it's appearing to be true to you that you're a body and this world is real and everything's going on, when you're seemingly in that state, you're going to need a solution. You are. And maybe this is the solution for you. And when this solution dawns on you, what's going to be revealed? The problem is an activity. It never, ever happened. It's always happening. Yeah? It never really becomes a real place to escape from. So if you keep trying to escape from an imaginary place, that's given in its reality. So you see, in a sense, the problem is an imaginary event. Therefore, what happens to the solution? No need for that, either. That's the solution. It seems like two things, in a certain way, when you're fucked or up the ass itself, that's a problem, seemingly. <laughs> Unless you like that, you know? Unless you're married to a divine proctologist, <laughs> then it would be. You may be stuck there longer than you want. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's a problem. So what would happen? You'd be probably looking for a solution. What happens if you hit the real solution? It shows that the problem's imaginary. What more do you need to do? Absolutely nothing. How long will it take? Absolutely no time. Then all the story and all the weight of disconnected and connected, you know, close, far, you know, Achieving what already is, the need to be liberated, all of it, all of it, all the meaning that's been that's been all soaked in because it's about you. When it's not about you, you'll lose interest in it. Yeah, and when the interest is lost in all these dead preoccupations, where where what will happen? Maybe it will serve you right now. It'll enrich your Wednesday night instead of using last week and next week to enslave you in Wednesday night. That's what I found out. That's why I like to call it traveling later, because that's what happens here. I'm not talking about what is. That has no need for any value. It's all there is. What is is valuable here where it can seem not to be. This is where its value really comes into play, where it can seem not to be so. Because I'll tell you, in my own experience... Being in this world, like Jesus said, but not of it, the solution to my being in this world is not in it. It has to come from of, yeah? And I would say, where the of? If not, then it's another place that we want to get in. But we're not, it's of, yeah? We are of that nature, that inherent, empty, spacious, brilliant nature that, that sense of being that's not in a process to culminate or reach a crescendo. Therefore, there's no time involved in it. That completeness, that completeness that's never, never incomplete or incomplete. Yeah, there you can rest. And then you have plenty of attention to deal with what a day can bring. We'll never have enough attention to deal with what 60 years will bring. And that's what the mental state tries to do. It occupies yourself in the world of what's not happening. And you know what? In that world, anything can happen. You can have cancer next week. You can. Yeah. You don't have it now, but that will be totally underemphasized. And then the possibility of having cancer will be overemphasized. And you'll feel as if what you, the, what you would think having cancer would mean, you'll feel it now. Where else would you feel it? All that you're remembering is never remembered in the past. The past is a vehicle to remember self now. And all the worrying about you in the future is never in the future. It's a way of remembering yourself now. Yourself as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. A body. A mental idea. Allied with a body presentation. There's nothing right or wrong with it. It's just not us. Yeah. When you get the horse before the cart, then the journey makes sense. <coughs> so the solution is, or the freedom is prior to the bondage. 
If it appears to be after the bondage, that's even the bigger bondage. Yeah? Because you'll be busy for years and years. It may have taken, in your head, only a second to be bound, but you'll be trying for years and years and years to become unbound. It's a form of slavery, really. It's better than most slaveries, but it's still slavery. You're still bonded to the idea of being a self. Your idea of being okay isn't afforded to you now. It's a promise that you will be okay, and hopefully you were once okay. Basically, isn't it? I mean, most people, if you come in tonight here, it's Wednesday night, I bet you it's not Wednesday night that's bothering you. It's last Monday or two weeks from now. Yeah? <laughs> that's what happens all day. People are making... I'll tell you, we are miracle workers without even knowing it. I mean, supposedly Jesus brought up a guy who was dead back to life, yeah? But he had been alive once, yeah? We make shit out of nothing all day, don't we? (laughs) Seriously. Send your mental, send your attention with the thoughts that go back four years ago. It can produce an effect on you now. You can get totally, totally anxious with no apparent threat in the room. We're not responding to what is. We're reacting to what isn't, basically, yeah? What's not happening has more influence in what's happening than what's happening is. Isn't it? Really? People come here, there's no threat tonight. This is going to end very shortly. Very shortly, if I have my way. You know? <laughs> it's just simple. No, there's no big threat. So there's basically nothing to cause any kind of like weird reaction or response. But a lot of people will be here having a lot of weird reactions because they're not actually responding to what's going on. They're reacting to what's not going on. Yeah, aren't they? Awesome. I mean, usually I've had a certain uh, dicey life, so I've had maybe 40 times or more really where the emotion of fear was valid, where I was like fight or flight, I better sh- run, you know, a lot of situations like that, and a lot of traumatic events. But most people are, are the, the mental addiction to the self, yeah? The faith in the thought system is producing so much anxiety out of these two imaginary fields called yesterday and tomorrow. I mean, that's miracle working. Having faith put in that thought system will produce tons of anxiety from the fields of what's not happening. And you'll be be the, the dealer, the store, the consumer of it, and the owner of it all. Right now. People are traveling heavy. That's why traveling light is so valuable. Because people really, in most cases, they're not responding to what is. They're reacting to what isn't. In this time of what is, that's become the new what is. Reacting to what isn't. Really. When we were a kid, we were just pretty much on the same line of what is. We were responding to what was happening. And so there was a lot of qualities that we seemed to have lost, like wonder and awe and spontaneity, and time hadn't set up, so when I was playing, I wasn't being fretting, thinking, will I be playing next week? I fucking just was playing, and I, you know, it could have gone on forever. Yeah, and it did, you know, a couple hours seemed like forever. So, and there was all these qualities that were happening with, with that basis, because I am always at the root of all things. The I that we are and the me that we take ourselves to be become the first real root and then the imaginary root of all things. Like the Course says, the Course of Miracles, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. It's a beautiful statement. It explains the whole way we live here perceptually. We're giving meaning to things. We forget that we're giving the meaning to things and then those meanings give meaning to us. Yeah? We own thoughts, then the thoughts own us. We own feelings. Uh, these are my feelings, now the feelings can have you. Don't they? I've seen all whole days get turned by one sentence of thoughts. Five thoughts put together have ruined people's whole vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> Seriously. It's my, it's watch, I've watched it. Watch people's faces, man. When they go, into, they go up the SSL, you can almost see it happening. 
<laughs> What's going on? And it's hard to really relate because you can't see it, feel it, taste it, or touch it. You know what I mean? So in a sense, you have total immunity to it. But they're like totally flipping out. They're having another earth-shattering event, which they have about eight of them a week, which is fucking really difficult to deal with because the earth never shatters either. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of fucking made-up stress, isn't it? Shit. I, who wouldn't want to get drunk or get loaded or fuck someone else's wife or something? Something to get some excitement into the scene. So yeah, there is a solution, you know. If you look back at everything, hear a sound, if you hear all the sounds, and you take them to what's hearing the sound, you can never hear that, what's hearing all the sounds. Because that's what you and I are. When you see all these things, and yet they all seem to come back to the one seer, and then you go a little back past the seer and go into the scene, yeah, that scene can never be seen. Because it's always seen. It's like the eye can never turn and see itself, yeah? If it does, it's still seen, yeah? You can't eat it. You're not going to outdraw it. You're not. You're not going to outdraw seeing. Yeah. So if you take every sense back, like thinking, 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 what's noting the thoughts can't be thought about. Hearing, hearing, hearing. What's hearing all the notes cannot, is not a note and cannot be heard. What's seeing every freaking thing can't be seen because it's not a thing. Yeah. All the feelings, the what's feeling them all can't be felt because it's not a thing. You can't apply what, every, what we apply to everything else here because everything isn't a thing. It's nothingness, yeah? It's emptiness, it's space, it's presence, whatever you want to imply. But it's not something that can be felt, tasted, touched, smelled, and heard. It's, just not, it's not available on this experiential realm. You're not going to have an experience of your own absence. It's not going to happen. You're not going to be there to get it. You can call, just stop calling those spiritual travel agents, man. Stop booking another reservation for another fucking trip to a special somewhere implied to be everywhere. You're everywhere. You're what you're looking for. Like a great Zen master, Hoang Po, says, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use... Light to seek light. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can do it for eons and nothing will happen. We do it in this other way in recovery. We say self can't get out of self. If self tries to get out of self, that's being in self, you see? It's like that thumb thing. It's like that slinky. It can't get out of itself by taking, by taking any effort to try to get out of it. Because every effort will be implying the one who's getting out of it, which is being in it. Yes? On and on and on and on. You're not going to be the first one, the first single entity, the first body to break out of this little dilemma. It's not going to happen. What happens if it dawns on you? There may be a deep relaxation that will come over you, like better than 50 Thai massages, you know? Something will just drop that's never dropped before. And then you'll realize that was all the source of all the heaviness. That which has dropped was the reason why it seems so fucking heavy. You'll know the problem from the solution. When you get relief from the problem, it will inform you of what the problem was, or is, which is it's an activity that you have to buy into for it to seem to be so. If, you, if there's a restraint, if there's an abstinence on your end, it cannot deliver the goods because it's you that it's delivering the goods to. All it is is advertising. Or like we say, the movie isn't good, it's the audience that makes it fucking good. We're believing this shit. We are. We're believing in time. Therefore, okayness gets dismissed for as a possibility now, becomes a goal in time. I will be okay. You know? Better is always has something to do with time. I'm so I'm so and so, but I'm gonna be better. 
There's a department store, Lowe's, who's there. Their slogan is, never stop improving. That's fucking slavery. Are you living under the mental command, never stop? Where's a break there? <laughs> never stop improving? Give me a freaking break. How much can you improve a fucking body? It's going to end sooner or later. You're never going to improve it enough to live more immortally. You're not. No one has, I don't believe. You know? So, I mean, there's a limitation of the improvement's going to run into certain, you know, archetypical doors you ain't going to get through. You know, I remember there was this magazine, they had all these experts in different fields of health and stuff. And they all died in a very strange way. Like they, this great, this guy who was like a pioneer of juicing got hit with a coconut and died. Then this lady who was an expert on how to die, she went out kicking and screaming when she died. She hadn't read her own books. <laughs> every, every expertness they had bit them in the ass. <laughs> That's the humor of this place. <laughs> Once you take a position, you're going to fall sooner or later. <laughs> I'm a teacher. No, you're not. <laughs> you better be willing to get taught or whack. <laughs> I think it was hilarious. Like seven examples. It was funny as hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gave years, 40 years of advice and I couldn't take my own <laughs> at the moment that I needed to. Oh, this is just about, you know, just seeing, you know. You're on, aren't you? You're a one. There's an onness to us, every one of us right now. There's an onness to us. It seems to be in a similar, a certain location, but to me, there's only one light coming through all these different camera locations, yeah? The camera locations aren't what's seeing, it's the light. And you, just like there's 8 billion people here, there could be 200 zillion billion people. Consciousness or awareness coming through, that camera would never run out. It's an infinite, you know, there's no quantity to it. It doesn't run out. You take five people, five billion people, there's still awareness moving through every fucking living body, every organism. Yeah, it could, it could z- z- zillion times multiply and it would still, you would never, oh, you, you missed out, you don't get any awareness, or you ran out finally. It's like, you feel like you get a certain package every Sunday night of awareness, or let's say interest and attention, and there's a little note, spend it wisely. So, you know, oh, I can't find it. Thursday, you run out. What would happen? You know, <laughs> just go into suspension, and then until Sunday came along, okay, I'm aware, I better, I can't waste time thinking about tomorrow. <laughs> you know, no, there's an infinite amount. There's no reservoir. There's no way you tap into it. We're the source that we're looking for. Yeah. And it's been there when I did the most heinous thing as this body, and it's been there in my epiphanies. The same space. The same space let all of it happen in it. Not one thing was, uh-oh, no, 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 that's not, that's unseeable. No fucking, I've seen some incredibly crazy shit. You know what I mean? There was no limit to what I can see. Yeah. It never blinks, it never looks the other way, it never says, oh, I'm sorry, I've got to take a break. It's incessantly on, yeah. It's so here, you don't even know it. It's just like the effects of gravity. No one is complaining about the effects of gravity. Nobody. Yet the body's under it all day. You would own, and you could study gravity. You could get all the books about gravity. You could go to gravity seminars. You can go on retreats where you meditate and contemplate gravity. But I'll tell you, all you need to do is go into an anti-gravity chamber and you know all you need to know about gravity. In how long? In like a nanosecond. Because you would feel, you would feel, you would know it by its absence. Once it was lifted, you would know, oh, that's the same thing with this message. Yeah. Once the bondage of selfing is lifted, then you know it was the bondage of selfing. It's sort of like those, you have a rash and you don't know what it is, so you have eight ointment tins and you put some on and then nothing happens, so you put more on, nothing happens. If you put way more on, nothing happens. Oh, it's probably not that. What does it say? Eczema. So I don't have eczema. 
one at a time, one, finally one thing works, and then you look at psoriasis. Now you know what you had by the fucking solution. We're trying to know the solution from the problem. Yeah. This message is trying to save us time by saying, you're the problem that's seeking the solution. So maybe if you realize you're not the problem, that could be the solution. That's what it was for me, or is for me. Yeah? So the solution is incessantly on at, at this point because I am. And when this is done, there won't be need, no need for a solution. So as long as I seem to be here, the solution seems to be obvious. When I pass away, this won't be obvious, so I probably don't need any of it. Yeah? I'll be it, in a sense. You see? It's while we're seemingly not in it that it becomes valuable to entertain the possibility. Because this place can be a drag. You know? It's alright. I mean, I wish... You know, sometimes 9 o'clock in the morning is great. Everything lines up perfectly. Emotional condition's good. Just took a nice bath. I looked at my money. It's all fine. My girlfriend loves me. She just sent me five texts about how much she loves me. Physical, I just did four hours of yoga. I'm in fucking great shape. Vegan, just had tantric massage and foot something. Everything's great at 9 o'clock, but what happens? 9.01 comes. 902 comes. Like the conditions change. The volatility, it's like cannot stand, you cannot have a stable condition here based on the waves of time. You can't. You cannot stabilize a mental state. You cannot stabilize an emotional state. You cannot stabilize a physical state. You cannot stabilize a, a financial and circumstantial state. You can't. Yet if that's what makes me okay, I'm going to be inherently unokay. Or when I am okay, I won't be able to enjoy it because I'll have the strong suspicion I may not be in three minutes. How can that be peace? How can there be relief there? How can you actually put down anything because you believe you already held something up? Most people, their well-being is based on tons of different conditions, yes? We can, I see it, like people do these retreats, 10-day retreats of <coughs> being homeless, but they know on the 11th day they're going home. That's not the experience of homelessness. experience of homelessness is there's no home, <laughs> you know? Not for 10 days, I mean, it's, got, it's looking like it may not be home for quite a while. That's the oppressiveness of homelessness. You can't manufacture it in like a laboratory and have, have like re reliable evidence of what it's like to be homeless. Yeah? Or a bottom in recovery isn't like, oh, I was in a bottom. A bottom is you're completely in it. There's absolutely no, you are not, there is no, the mental state cannot even separate itself a foot away from the predicament. You're so fucking in it it's like a complete sealed bottom, and that's where the solution arises. You finally admit the whole system collapses, and then the phoenix arises. Then you like can, you come out of that bottom, and your life will look totally different for the next 28 years. But the bottom is like the incubator, where the whole system collapses on itself. There's a possibility of mind not moving as the system, but moving from the system. The system is collapsed. It can't follow you at, in, at that point of surrender. That's where the freedom becomes familiar. And I've had, you know, I had the event of, of surrender occur, and I've never forgot what surrender is since. I can entertain it all the time because I was, it was revealed to me what, what wasn't surrender because that was what was stopped. That mental scream of yapping and all my in interest and attention wedded to it. You know, never being able to be right where I was, always moving through right where I was to get to somewhere else, yeah? When that was put to a stop, that was it. My mind lifted out of it and had a free sample. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then it looked at it instead of looking from it. It saw it, and what it saw it as, it saw it as a foreign installment, or like a mental parasitical movement. Something other than me, other than what I am. And as soon as I hit that point, the next thing I could entertain, I can be free from it. Where all the years I was out there running around, I was trying to be free as it. I was trying to get freedom as a self. 
Freedom is from self, not as one. Every freedom as a self is totally conditional. Freedom from self can be complete. It's like a whole new mental, a whole new mind modality becomes available. Instead of constantly being downloaded in like a horizontal matter, self-centeredness, because that's all it is. It's just like a giant fucking ring of Saturn going around you all day. It's all about me. 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 Yeah? It's a vertical download. Something intervenes and intersects and goes right to the innermost. And all that, all that adding on, all that repetition, all the zillions of, of yappings to go in that giant advertising campaign can be null and voided with one momentless moment, one timeless time. Boom. Yeah, The whole thing can be erased because it was never written in ink. It was all fucking invisible ink. You're the only one who could read what's not happening to you. That's why I know it. I'd love to be a what's not happening psychiatrist. I would. I would make so much fucking money. In one week, I could retire. Because I would sign, be, I'd sign up 50 people a day. They all thought they were going to get an hour. They'd walk in, start bitching about what was not happening. I'd point out to them, hey, it's not happening. And I wouldn't let them budge and buy. I'll see you next week. It would only take two minutes, next person. So I could see like 30 people in an hour. But let me go on. Oh, please do, but it's not happening. <laughs> you can go on next week. Come on back at 9 o'clock. I'll see you. Don't be late because I have someone at 9 02. <laughs> Oh, people, the mental state gets so mad, you know. They come here and people feel so good. I really like the light. But then here comes the pleasure allegiance to the mental state. But what about Tuesday? What about Tuesday? What about this? What about when I get married? Fucking unbelievable. It's like, there you are. You're feeling pretty good. Why not just enjoy it? Why bring in what's not happening to rain on your parade? Yeah? So there is a solution. The problem is an activity. You're either the solution or the problem in, at, at each given moment. Basically, if you believe in that stuff, you're seemingly the problem. If you're not, you are the solution. It's just that way. Both ways you're the solution, but in one, you're seemingly the problem. It's appearing to be true to you that you are the problem. The other one, that's not occurring. They're both the solution, but one can seem to be the problem. Yeah. And how does that get reinstituted, reinforced, reinvigorated? It's the thought system. It's like K-Paul playing all those golden oldies and projecting future golden oldies. Yeah. And the only reason why we listen to it is because we believe it's about us. It's, a, it's all based on cherishing the self, really. Because I wouldn't listen to what's going on in your head for five minutes. I wouldn't, seriously. But if the same shit, if it's held as about me, I'd be, I'm listening to it for 50 years. What makes it different? It's about him? Fuck, I can care less. It's about me? Oh, unbelievable. Holy <laughs> Jesus Christ! I gotta go home and think about this even more. More about me, yeah. I can't wait for this to be over so I can go home and think about me. I don't think I've been thought enough lately. It's, I'm starting to lag. The thinking needs to bolster me up. I'm getting, it's getting to be uh, see-through. It's getting a bit it's like it's transparent now. I'm losing myself. <laughs> that would be one of the greatest moments of your fucking life. You could actually... You can't lose yourself because there is no self to lose. That's the beauty. That's why we've never been successful getting out of an imaginary place. You can't leave an imaginary place. I thought I could get out of here by doing drugs, and I gave it a great, a great fucking effort. And you cannot transcend an imaginary place. You cannot get out of something you're not in. And how long does it take you to get out of something you're not in? No time at all. Do you have the plan for it? No. Let's see. 
see that they're hoping to go somewhere with that but I would say go back prior to that what's there what's that what's prior to that screaming or that whatever that's what they're looking for they're just having something point ahead and that's why we miss it you know you and I are what we're looking for The seeker is the sought. Yeah, it's an it's an, a gateless gate that you're entering. It's an open secret. All these little arcane, cryptic statements just trying to tell you, just imply how it is closer than close. Yeah. Almost kind of turned into country western. <laughs> it's a great station. This is what I love about it. We do these talks. No one who does talks like this has like this stuff in the back. No, we had karaoke. We've had unbelievable like backdrop backdrops. You know, it's all an incredible choreography. You gotta see it. It's just a beautiful presentation. If you watch the little interesting parts of it, it's just beautiful. And then the sense of the presence in the room. Yeah. Just rest. You know, like Ramana Maharshi said, you know, he used to give this thing of self inquiry. And he said, well, if there's a feeling of being a who, ask who that is. Yeah? But after you get when that pause or that space happens, then just rest in the being. No more asking questions. Yeah? In other words, a lot of people want to get to a destination that's already, they're already arrived at. But when they arrive there and they get it, they still want to be going towards a destination. It's appropriate thing is to rest. Yeah? When you find rest, rest. You know, like they say, the abidance in the truth, you know? Rest in that. That, that I need do nothing. There's plenty of shit I'm going to do as an action figure, but what I am needs do nothing. Put it to the test. Have faith in mind. See what happens. It will verify itself. If you stop trying to verify it to you, it will verify itself through you. You'll know the tree by its fruits, like Jesus said. You can't know the tree because you can't, it's not a thing, but you'll know it by its fruits. Because that which is no thing can express through this thing, and we can intimate the no thingness. Yeah? That's the joy of this place, really. What's always so can seem not to be so here, and we have the joy to have it seem to be so again. Yeah. It's like, could you imagine if something was always complete, that it can make up a story that it wasn't complete? So there's great joy of, of, and there would be millions of stories about everything, but the greatest story would be finding itself to be complete again. Yeah, wouldn't that be unbelievable? Something that's complete, can never be known, forgets, or seemingly forgets, so that it can know itself all over again. Yeah. It gives itself the one fruit it could never have as everything by appearing to be separate and somewhere. So now it can find itself in all the differentiation and go back into that same undifferentiated state it always has been. What a fucking joy. You know, it's like, what a beautiful thing, isn't it? I mean, maybe everything happened. Everything happened. There was only one thing lacking. That which is can never know itself. And that which is, being so what it is, it came up with this, which is mind-boggling. So we can believe or act as if it's forgotten and then go through the pains and the sorrows and the tribulations of forgetting and then come back into the knowledge of it and then when you have the knowledge dawn, it's like nothing, none of that ever happened. It was like you didn't long, there was no longing, there was no missing out, you didn't miss the bus 30 years ago, because as soon as it dawns on you, the quality of no time is so apparent that all those products of time have absolutely no meaning whatsoever. You didn't miss out, the longing, none of that had any role in it. Because when it dawns on you, nothing's ever fucking happened, really. And that's how it feels. You didn't, you, there's no, you have no relevance in it. None. You didn't put it off. You, didn't, you had no play in it. 
because when it dawns on you, it's the only thing that's ever and always been dawning. Yeah? It was never, this has never been so. It can appear to be so, it can seem to be so, but it can never be so. We're the only thing that is. And they're attempting to communicate to it. Sounds like an auction, really. <laughs> All right, the bidder, the high bidder. Yes, you win a night with Paul Hedden. A short night, really. <laughs> well, any questions? Again, you know me, bro, and so I don't like to beat the dead horse. Yeah? I like to have it short and sweet. It's an invitation. You can repeat it quite a lot because it is an invitation. It's not a dissertation. It's definitely not an order. It's definitely not any emphasis on what we're doing or not doing. It's just a possibility. Yeah? I, I have faith in it, so I know all of you can serve the spiritual subpoena. You'll be getting a letter in the uh, spiritual mail saying, appear at the court of light. Now. <laughs> what to bring? <clears throat> Nothing. <laughs> Don't be late. You can't be. <laughs> Just don't make the left turn and go into the court of the mental state because you're convicted there already. <laughs> They'll give you ten more years <laughs> for, for dare, daring to be, go somewhere else. No, go to the court of light and all that you thought is heavy and real will be annulled, yes? And you'll be let off the biggest hook of all your own. Yeah? You'll be given permission to be okay, so to speak, yeah, without accruing much value, without having to knock on the mental accountant's door to see if you've done enough to have a good time. <laughs> if things come your way, you're able to receive them, and when they don't come your way, you receive that. Yeah. yeah. So, there you have it.